This is Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle, and this episode is three learning principles you need to know. So we're going to go through three principles that we've talked about in some way previously, and I just really want you to focus on these three things as the things that you should be doing to make sure your child, that you're making a positive impact on your child's education. Um, whether it is you're providing that education solely or primarily, or if you're just supplementing, regardless, you want to know these three things, and it'll be a short episode. So listen in. First principle, definitely we've talked about, the teacher learns the most. So if you're the one teaching, you're going to be probably learning more than your child as the student. So we want to use that. Okay, you can be the student. Let them challenge you. And sometimes this is a game back and forth, right? You'd give them a little bit of a challenge, they give you a challenge, and maybe they're trying to genuinely stump you and make something hard for you because they know where you're at. Other times, you might be pretending to be someone who doesn't know anything and they're teaching you. Um, so let them teach. Let them teach you. Let them teach the baby. Let them teach the dog. Let them teach the stuffed animals, whatever it is. Let them be the teacher and do the teaching. Very powerful. Second learning principle. Learning happens in a fun challenge and when interested. So when your child is interested in what they're doing, they're going to learn more. When things are challenging but not too hard, they're going to learn more. If it's boring, meh. And if it has the perception of being too easy, they're gonna probably make more mistakes. I see this all the time. I'll test a student on their reading and they're getting all these, you know, they do terribly on the lower, easier reading passages, but on the ones that are more appropriate for them, they start to do better because they know that that's harder and they're really are focusing and paying attention. There's other things to address there, but the point is simply that when kids feel challenged, they get excited and they start learning, they get engaged. But if it feels too hard, they'll give up. So it's a very delicate balance that you really have to be fine tuning all the time. And it can vary day to day. What was the perfect mix yesterday might be too hard or too easy today. And then of course, just kids' interests. Whatever they're interested in is going to help them learn, facilitate their learning. Things should be fun, they should be interesting. That's where you get a lot of engagement and enthusiasm about what they're learning. Okay, so keep, so keep this idea in mind. You're making it slightly challenging. It almost feels easy. But there's something they have to work through, right? So when you're beginning reading, a lot of times we start with a as one of the first vowel sounds that they're learning to read. So we're pairing it with other sounds. We only, we don't start with all of the consonants. We start with just a few and blending those together. And then we add another one and another one. And then eventually we add another vowel, right? Just so that everything is practicing this, tiny bit of challenge, practicing this, tiny bit of challenge, so that it's, it's get, it, feel, it starts to feel easy and things get a tiny bit hard, but doable, right? It's that almost feels easy. Number three, most people, cannot attend, focus for more than 10 minutes at a time. 
which is why I try to keep the podcast episodes around 10 minutes. I go over all the time and I apologize for that. But especially when you're focusing super hard, it's hard to really focus and learn and like stay attentive for more than 10 minutes. Our minds start to wander. We start thinking about all sorts of other things. We can't really focus, which means our lessons should be short. If you combine that with, you know, the previous of fun and challenging also, you want it to be light, fun, short. It's, it's enjoyable. It's kind of a game. Things that are short, engaging, and then you move on to the next thing. Sitting there for an hour for tutoring is painful. It's, it's not likely to be very effective because you're putting, you're requiring so much attention from the child that they don't have to give, especially if it's after school and they've been at school and paying attention for hours. Like, it becomes too much. It's, it's, it's a high mental load. So keep it light, keep it fun, keep it short, but keep it consistent. When it happens regularly, it, you're going to have a lot more success than if you just do it, you know, for an hour once a week, not as effective as five minutes two times a day. Even if it's less time, it, it's more effective. Okay, so takeaway. With this handful of principles, you can be extremely effective in designing meaningful educational opportunities. So again, those three. So number one is remember that the teacher learns the most. Number two, learning happens in a fun challenge and when interested. And three, most people cannot attend or focus for more than 10 minutes at a time. So if you want to learn more about how to effectively support your child's education, send me an email, Kimberlyn at decodinglearningdifferences.com. We can figure out what's the best fit for you and your family. How can I best support you? Uh, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.